friend, you're listening to Life Coach in Your Pocket with me, your certified life coach, Rachel Bailey. Each week, I'll bring you inspiration, motivation, and empowering learnings to help you navigate life's unexpected terrains. I believe that the more we know, the faster we grow. So each week, I'll be teaching high-level coaching concepts that you can apply to your real life. Here's to accomplishing big dreams, believing in your inner champion, and living a life filled with ease and joy. Like all navigational tools in the 21st century, I fit right in your pocket. I'm a life coach in your pocket. Happy listening. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Life Coach in Your Pocket with me, your certified life coach, Rachel Bailey. In the last episode I produced, episode 58, Turbo Boost, which was quick tips for immediate results, I left out a few tips, and that is because I was running short on time. So today I want to bring you one of the tips that's going to take a little bit longer to explain, and when you implement it, this one tool has the power to totally transform not only your life, like the physical day-to-day reality that you're living. Hello, thank you. Yes, that's what you're here for. And it also has the power to transform the way that you think about yourself and view yourself as being more confident and more competent as a person. So there's two reasons why this tool is going to help you pretty much right away. Number one, it's going to help you manifest better results in your life, whether that be, when I say results, I just mean literally any area of your life that's feeling stuck or maybe not as empowered as you would like it to. Maybe you have difficult relationships with a boss or a parent or a child or a friend, or maybe you're looking to accomplish something in your business, you're looking to accomplish something in your fitness. Or maybe you're just looking for something, some hobby, something that's going to bring you more joy. Whatever it is in your life where you're like, this is the area where I want to see improvement. Number one, go back and listen to last week's episode on Turbo Boost Tips. Yet today, I'm going to give you the tool that completely transformed me from the inside out. This tip is called... Be, have, do. And when I first heard this concept, number one, I wasn't that impressed. Like it didn't seem that mind-blowing or that sexy or that amazing, A. And B, I was struggling to understand it. So maybe if I understood it better, (laughs) it would have seemed very attractive. So I think to get you the clearer understanding of what it is, I first want to tell you some places where I've applied it in my life. And then we're going to get into the details of the what and the how for your life. So I'm first going to share how this came up for me very recently. I'm talking within the last week. So I am about to give up my most recent pageant title. I was crowned last year as Mrs. Regency California International. Okay, well, let's do the math. A year ago... I was very pregnant. So yes, I competed in this pageant while pregnant. That is allowed if you're in the Mrs. Division, which I am. I competed in this pageant while pregnant, and I won this title. 
Well, I had said in my interview all of the plans that I had that I was going to do all of these amazing things if given the opportunity to be crowned Mrs. California Regency International. Well, I won, and that's a great thing. Yet I had to decline going on to the next level, which would have been the international pageant where I was going to be competing against women in my same division from all over the world internationally. That international pageant was the same weekend as my due date. So I already knew I'm not going to make it to internationals if they crown me. Well, they did crown me. So the judges saw in me a worthiness to be the queen, even though whether or not I was going to compete at internationals was probably not going to happen. And then it didn't happen. And then after my son was born, I was extremely busy. I knew I was going to be busy and I knew my life was going to change and I knew I was going to have a completely different set of responsibilities. I just thought (laughs) pre-baby and all you moms out there, you're going to probably remember these thoughts in your own life. I thought pre-baby I would still make time for my hobbies and interests, including my pageant goals and all the things that I said I was going to do with my title should I win it. I tell you all that backstory to tell you this. I didn't do hardly anything with my title. And I have been feeling some guilt about that because my year is coming to a close and I feel like, wow, all of these things that I said I was going to do in my interview, my plan for my platform and these community service projects that I was going to keep running, I didn't actually do a lot of things this year as a title holder, as a queen. I did do some things for my platform. So I give away every year sponsorship and coaching for mental health. That's one of the things that I do for my platform, which, by the way, is mental health. So I was doing that pretty much all year. But I didn't show up in the community with a crown and sash very often. I don't coach people with my crown and sash on. So long story short, my director gets a hold of me a few weeks ago and says, Hey, Rach you know, you scored 100% on your interview last year. And I would love for you to come and give a talk to our contestants about basically just some interview tips, maybe give them some life coaching tips. But if you could just be there for them and let them know to be themselves in their interview and to let them know how to shine. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. That is very easy for me to do. That's in my wheelhouse. I'll be there. So I prepare an hour-long speech, a before and after story in my journey in pageantry, followed up by some tips to help improve their interview scores. Okay, so very much like a podcast. I mean, I'm talking, this is in my wheelhouse. I do it all the time. So I'm like, sure. So I show up, I do my thing, I talk for an hour, and at the end I answer questions. And my director, this is on Zoom, by the way, And my director, I can see her face the whole time and she's nodding along and smiling and just so excited about everything that I'm saying. And I knew that I went above and beyond her expectations for this. After the call, 
she sends me a message and she says, oh my gosh, thank you so much. That was incredible. That was amazing. Exceeded expectations. I'm speechless. Thank you. And I'm reading this message, feeling all of the feelings of guilt that I have not done all of the things that I said I was going to do as a title holder. So here she is amping me up and I'm reading it feeling like, man, I've let her down. I've let myself down. I've let everybody down. And so I was like, this is my chance to be honest with her. We've got an open line of communication right now. She's thanking me. I just did her a favor. So I texted her and I'm going to read it to you basically word for word what I said. I said, thank you so much. It was my pleasure, truly. Okay, I honestly feel like I haven't been a great title holder for you. It's been bothering me, and I just want to be honest with you. I had great intentions for my year, all of the things that I was going to do. But having a baby just consumed my entire life way more than I ever expected it to. So please, if there's anything I can do for you in the future, let me know. I will be there for you anytime, any place. So I get all that off my chest, and I'm like, okay, I at least can recover from this with honesty and integrity. And by the way, this is kind of a golden nugget tip. I'm talking to your unconscious mind right now. I'm going to bring it conscious. If you're ever feeling awkward or off about something, or you feel like you owe someone an apology, the best thing you can do for yourself and for the other person is to come clean and take ownership for your part of it and apologize. I have said this on other podcasts. I can go into many, many, many other stories where I have diffused conflict simply for owning my part. And I'm not perfect. There's times where I need to get better at this too. I'm just saying, if you ever feel awkward in a situation or maybe you are wondering or worrying that you didn't meet expectations, literally the best thing that you can do is come out with it because you can clear the air and the other person could tell you, you know, I've been noticing that too. Thank you for your honesty. Hey, let's solve this problem. Or they could say, I think that's just in your head. Either way, it's a win-win situation because you don't have to continue worrying about it. It's just out in the open. All right, so back to the story. So I message her my concern about not being a great title holder. And this is her response to me. Are you kidding? You've been an awesome title holder and you've been a hardworking mama. I cannot wait to continue to work with you more. I'm reading this text from her and my brain goes into activation because I'm trying to figure out where it have I been a great title holder? What is her definition of being a great title holder? Because she thinks I've been an amazing title holder and I'm over here thinking... I have not been an amazing title holder. So I start thinking about it through her lens, through her eyes, and through her definition of being a great title holder. And that is when I remember, oh my gosh, be, have, do. She's applying be, have, do to me, her title holder, and sees me as being an amazing title holder. I'm applying the opposite to myself. I'm applying do, have, be, and I'm over here shaming myself for do, have, be when she was looking at it 
through the correct lens, and I was looking at it through the incorrect lens. And I'm going to explain Be, Have, Do to you right now. And I promise you, if you apply this to your life, it's life-changing. It's easier to understand the incorrect lens. So I'm going to explain that first. I was looking at myself through a lens of do, have, be. In other words, if I want to be an amazing title holder, I start with do. What do I have to do to get to the be? What do I have to do? Well, I have to go out into the community and I have to serve and I have to do community service projects. I have to add up all of these hours. I have to be out there showing my face, doing things. That's the doing piece. And y'all, we all do this to ourselves all the time unconsciously. Let me break it down in a different context for you. If you want to become something, okay, let's say a successful entrepreneur That's the B that you want to become. I want to be a successful entrepreneur. Okay, well, if that's what I want to become, we automatically go straight to the doing part. What do I have to do to become that? All right, well, I have to do this activity and this activity. Oh, I should probably start with this and I should meet with that person. I got to build this email list. I have to create content. I have to do this in order to be that. Okay, is this making sense? We always seem to unconsciously start with the doing piece. This is problematic, and I'm going to explain why in just a second. Once we feel like we have a good grapple on the doing piece, we feel that we can have something that an entrepreneur has. Okay, this is the have piece of do, have, be. So if I do the activity, then I can have more money, let's say, in this context. So I do the activities, then I have more followers, I have influence, I have more money, I have several streams of income, I have an LLC, whatever. I have the things that an entrepreneur has, then do plus have equals, ta-da, I have become an entrepreneur because I did the things and I have the haves and now I'm an entrepreneur. Are you guys seeing a problem with this formula yet? If you're not, that's okay, because I'm going to explain what the problem is. And once I explain what the problem is with this formula, if you're not seeing the problem yet, it's okay. I'm going to make it very clear. And then you're going to say to yourself, why am I doing this to myself? Because it's clear that it doesn't work. This formula does not work. And yet it's the formula we try to apply to our lives all the time. It's, It's a broken formula, you guys. So why is it broken? Well, let's take it back to me, somebody who wanted to be a wonderful title holder, a wonderful queen that was going to be a great example. Yet because I felt like I wasn't doing the right things and I wasn't achieving a lot with the doing piece, I felt like I didn't deserve to be a queen. This mentality keeps people in a stuck state where they are unable to become what they desire to become. They feel unworthy of the title itself. So if I want to be a successful queen, feeling like I'm not a successful queen, feeling like I'm not worthy of that title, keeps me stuck and it keeps me from doing the activities and having the haves that would 
make me feel like a good title holder. So I'm stuck in a loop where because I don't feel that I'm worthy, I don't do the things and I don't have the haves and I'll never ever get to the result. This is a problem. Let's apply it to fitness. So let's say we want to do the exercise in order to have a great stamina, have a great body, have skills, have talents, and then I can become an athlete. Well, with this mentality, first I have to do all the exercises, then I can have the results, then I can be an athlete. Meanwhile, if I'm not calling myself an athlete because I don't feel I deserve that title yet because I haven't done enough things and I don't have enough results yet, so I'm not going to call myself an athlete, where is my motivation going to go? It's going to dwindle. It's going to start to fade away. If I'm not willing to give myself the title of athlete until I have quote unquote earned it, I may never actually feel that I've earned it. So either I'm going to continue to work for something I never feel worthy of. Hello, you ever heard of imposter syndrome? Or I'm going to give up and quit because it feels so far away. Well, the better way is if I actually just decide that I am an athlete. If I put the B at the front and I say, I am an athlete, what does an athlete have? An athlete has results. An athlete has confidence. An athlete has self-esteem. An athlete has energy. An athlete has strength. An athlete has motivation. An athlete has focus. Okay, well, here's where be, have, do gets even cooler. So if I just show up as an athlete, I can actually already have the having piece. Instead of feeling like, oh, I have to do all the things first in order to have the confidence. I have to do all the things first in order to have focus. I have to do all the things first in order to have If I just apply the have and say, well, I am an athlete, therefore I already am confident, therefore I already have focus, therefore I already have drive and vision, because I'm an athlete, I already have the results, they're mine, they're mine, I claim it, they will be mine, I will win, I have that mentality, then you guys the activity becomes flow. The activities become very easy. The activities just happen. They cannot help but happen. Because if I am an athlete and I have confidence, drive, focus, and results, I am going to do the activities automatically. Look at any artist throughout history. They are not an artist because they paint. They paint because they are an artist. The painting just happens because they are an artist. They embody what that means to be an artist, to create something. So the creation just happens. It's in flow. And when you apply this mentality to any area of your life, flow takes over. And because flow takes over, guess what you have? you have a product, you have results. So when I say my director was looking at me through the lens of be, have, do, this is what I mean. 
She was looking at my character as a title holder. She was looking at me saying, you produce content automatically. You're in flow. You cannot help but be an amazing title holder. You cannot help but have a positive influence over your court and over your team because you are the positive qualities and characteristics of a queen. So she's looking at me going, you're an amazing title holder. You're so positive. You're so fun. You're so inspirational. You are doing things automatically. The free coaching that you sponsor for people to have better mental health throughout the year, that is just happening in flow because of who you are. So she's looking at my character and saying, you're an amazing title holder. And because you have all these qualities and characteristics, you have a crown on your head. You have power and influence over your court, over your sister queens, over the entire pageant title and brand. As a title holder, you have a podcast. You have a platform. You have people that you work with throughout the year to get them better emotionally more mentally healthy. That's enough. The doing piece is coming from flow. The doing piece is happening because of who you are. So she's looking at who I am and what I have is influence. And the doing piece that she's recognizing is the stuff that was coming so much from flow that I didn't even see it. I didn't even see my activities throughout the year. Because in my head, I was like, I'm not doing the doing that feels hard. I'm not going out into the community with a crown and sash on my head. I'm not going out into these media outlets and spreading the word. I'm not doing the piece that seems hard. She's looking at me going, you're doing a lot of things from flow because of who you are. You cannot help but be an amazing title holder because it's in your identity and it's in your core. So you have the power and influence and you're doing the things. You're walking the talk. So in applying this lesson to your own life, when you're thinking about what you want to become, what you want to be in your life, whether that be a successful entrepreneur or you want to be a present mother or you want to be a life coach, you want to be a podcaster, whatever the thing is that you want to be, what you must do is already claim it in title and ownership and start saying this phrase, I am. I am an entrepreneur. I am a present mother. I am a life coach. I am a podcaster. Before you have anything or even do anything, you claim the title. And you might be thinking to yourself, I've never produced a podcast. I don't know how. I don't know where to start. I don't know what my show's about. I don't know the logistics. Don't care. Start by calling yourself what it is you aspire to become. I am a podcaster. Once you take on the title and ownership, guess what? You will have the things a podcaster has. Because you'll be like, I am a podcaster. Cool. So what do I do first? Well, I guess I should research the tools that I need. All right, cool. I got myself some tools. Uh, what are the qualities and characteristics of a podcaster? Oh, they're confident, they're sociable, they're articulate. I can be those things too. Awesome, I already am those things. So I have the B part, 
I am a podcaster. I have the having piece. I have confidence. I'm articulate. I have the tools I need. Great. Now I can do the doing piece. And the content will just come from flow because I am a podcaster. So every week, a new idea comes to me. And I'm like, ah, this is a great episode idea. Let's run with it. If I wait for the doing piece, and I wait for the doing piece, and I wait for the doing piece before I feel worthy of the label, I'm stuck in a stuck state because I'm not in flow. So if you want more flow in your life and you want things to come easily and effortlessly, you must first claim the title of what you wish to become. That's my episode for you today. I hope you have found it helpful. Please do me a small favor and share it with a friend. Get the word out there about this podcast because my hope and goal is to change lives. And one person listening is enough. You applying this information today is enough and it's beautiful. And I thank you for your time and I'm grateful for you. And if you share it with a friend, we can change the world one mindset at a time. Let's do that. Let's raise the vibration of everyone on the planet and tell them that they can be anything they wish when they set their mindset to it. All right. Remember, life is a journey. You're the one in the driver's seat. You are empowered. You are in control. You have everything at your disposal. You have everything you need on the inside. Life is a journey. You're in the driver's seat. I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Life Coach in Your Pocket. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, or if you're looking to get involved in one of my coaching programs, you can reach me directly at coachrachelbailey.com. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.